Um, I'm Mark Pearson. Um, I'm Project Director for Balfour Beatty. Um, I'm here today with um, Neil Stubbs from University of Manchester, Project Director, and Eleanor Binns, the Project Director from Bureau for the Project Manager. Uh, as we're getting towards the end of MECD, we thought we'd um, just take time to reflect on well, how the project's gone for us and how we've worked collaboratively throughout the whole, the whole project right from the start, really. The, the new development is about bringing the engineers together to collaborate more and, and share space, etc. And that set out the whole ethos for, for how you know, you've procured and we've delivered the, the project. Yeah, and I think crucially, it's the, you know, the leadership element of the project, which was really just extensions as you know, to ourselves as the university, our project management expertise that we needed to support us. Um, and then ultimately the, um, the contractor component of that and, and the, the whole pyramid of the supply chain um, that was going to support that. And um, we felt if we got it right in the sort of the levels of leadership, um, and I think your core team of, you know, what I would name as four or five individuals and their um, consistent approach and presence throughout the project um, really set um, set things off on the right footing. Mm. Um, and and as we selected key partners, especially as we've got you know tens of millions of pounds worth of of M and E services you know surrounding us, um, the selection of a key um, MEP contractor, uh, specialist contractor. Um, was 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 absolutely one yeah. of the first decisions that we had to make, and um, and that was done collaboratively. You know, we evaluated um, that competitive process um, um, to understand what value those those bidders were going to provide, and and ultimately what their leadership could bring to support what we'd already established. Yeah. So, so yeah, one of the first things we did, didn't we? We, 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 we sat down and we set out what were the key supply chain partners we needed to engage early with. So particularly those people who had a big involvement in the planning and the design development, and we needed to get early advice from during the pre-construction the pre period, you know, to get the delivery plan right. Um, you know, and when we talk about how that collaborative approach has helped us develop the right delivery solutions, I think that was key, wasn't it? We needed to. We needed an MEP an, an partner. We needed a, a facade partner. We needed some, you know, frame partners, and uh, and we worked together to select those, uh, you know, the right team, didn't we? Which was absolutely key, I think, looking back. And once they were selected, it was about the early engagement and the discussion and the planning of those activities, yeah. which obviously you led on, while we were still with the client team and the stakeholders resolving some of the elements in the design, yeah. which I think was really important and well-invested time to get the right solutions. Yeah, yeah. So, certainly. And, and all of that time, we were focusing in on um, delivering, well, ultimately, the works information, which is the absolute foundation of the contract. And and the collation of that information, which ultimately you know, was about 35 volumes in its content, um, was, was really, um, or really benefited from the input from the supply chain as we brought it along with us to ultimately yeah. get to to a, a really crucial point where we were either able to um, instruct some advanced works whilst all of that um, final sign-off and establishment of the design was complete, uh, but also take the opportunity to de-risk some of the, the overall project risk. Um, because we've got substantial basements here on this brownfield site, so that that was a risk in itself. 
um, also um, a whole myriad of services that we'd work together to to actually um, relocate to give us the best opportunity to yeah. to then um, uh, deliver an efficient uh, construction phase. But um, all of those things were able to go on in in a coordinated manner and decisions taken to support the overall reaching of the the goals, getting to the contract, have you know very good robust works information to do that, and uh, and all of that journey was was a an ever expanding team to support it. And I think all the way through that, it was being open and honest and having good communications. Um, and reflecting, checking in on the plan, making sure we were heading in the same, the right direction. And if we weren't, making people alert to it and having sometimes difficult uh, conversations and resolving the strategies between mm. us. And I think that the selection process we went through for the supply chain, uh, you know, looking back, there was a huge amount of diligence we, we went through there to do interviews, go and visit, take references, you know, make sure we pick the right people because of that we recognised together. That was absolutely key. And we didn't choose the cheapest people, we chose the people who we thought were the best fit, could deliver and, um, you know, and shared our values and our approach, which I think has really paid off as well. Yeah, de definitely. And that then led on to, you know, a point where we were able to get into contract and, and clearly there was a huge amount of work to do in final um, minutiae detailing of individual spaces in this in this project where we've got 70 odd research groups all with a huge you know, um, array of, of, of requirements which, that was already in the design, but the final placement and coordination with their existing equipment, how their operation was going to work, um, entailed a huge amount of work from this, this team to embrace those uh, academic communities to, to come in, sit with us, do that final detailing with us, um, and then you know, another key step in the process to enable us to then say to the supply mm. chain, right, okay, we've got all that detailing, we know what to do. We, we want you to do, go ahead and do what you do best. Yeah. Um, and I think we're now at the point where those academics are coming back to see the finished product and are saying, yeah, that's, that's what we agreed um, back at those meetings. Or actually, we've got some new equipment now, but that's fine because the primary system that it hooks onto is 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 still the same one that we recognise and, and we briefed um, way back at those uh, intensive RDDs, reviewable design data sessions. Yeah. Mm. yeah, and I think the design team were, were key as well, weren't they? Um, their openness to, to work with us, they you know, really wanted that early involvement from, from us and from the supply chain that we picked. And I think that really added loads of value during the early stages, to, you know, so we, we, we got it right first time. Well, we didn't get it, we didn't always get it right first time, actually, did we? Mm. But we had the right people to, to come up with the right plan and, and, and get the design right. And we had a bit, of, a bit of time before we submitted for planning, which I think was key. I think that early involvement was, was, was crucial. Yeah, yeah was, um, again, it was very well invested time because in terms of stakeholder engagement through the life cycle <coughs> of the project, we've probably done Four, four different stages of stakeholder engagement at yeah. the various design stages. And now as we're coming to completion, uh, and as Neil says, we're, 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 we're maintaining exactly what they, they wanted in, in back three years ago in the first place. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's lots of innovation um, in what we've delivered that the team has supported 
some of the more um, ambitious elements of you know the academic future to actually you know work through detailing and and and, and deliver it. Some of them are quite simple um, things like every one of these seats in this lecture theatre has 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 power. Um, that's crucial to the students um, who are expected to use lots of different devices to support their 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 studies and. Um, literally this week, you know, we had a group of students, uh, I think they were postgraduate students, but they were saying, yeah, that's fantastic, you know, as is, you know, the additional features of the writing services in this, in this theatre. So some of those have been little detailing differences that have made a big impression on um, the existing student community who, um, despite COVID and, and the limited uh, opportunities for them to come and see the the, the finished article in, in the recent months, we're still getting that feedback that yes, that was the right decision uh, to make and we can't wait to come in and, and, and use use these spaces. Yeah, I think looking, you know, looking back, um, I think we also thought about the end from the very start, didn't we? You know, so if you fast yeah. forward, fast forward to where we are now, yeah. um, the whole planning that went into the, well, the whole, our whole approach was thinking about, well, yes, how the building would be designed and used at the end, but how we'd hand it over and deliver it um, in, in the right way um, with the right robust processes to make sure we got the quality right um, at the end. And that's, uh, and I think that's really paid off too. Yeah, definitely. And, and the, you know, the people who've worked here, I genuinely get the impression, because um, I do like to speak to a lot of the operatives when I'm here, is that they've enjoyed working on the project. Um, and when you extend that out to um, you know, literally dozens of people we've, we've brought back into employment, um, some of our best ambassadors for the project are the people who man the gates, literally, you know, and our staff and students or visitors or, or, or our community will often say good morning and every time, despite the Manchester weather, you'll get a, a cheery mm. response back or a helpful response because um, we've gone through quite a few academic years. Um, so there's new people come to Manchester and every single time, I think, you know, the uh, the front facing people of, um, of the workforce uh, have done us proud. Um, and I think that's a reflection on the values and behaviours we like to instill, um, not only to keep the place safe, but actually to, to be proud of, of, of the project you know, where they're working, who they're working for, and the whole ethos of that is, 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 is best represented, in my view, by the people, you know, the rank and file who, who, who turn up day in, day out. Mm. Day out you know? And I think the, the success of the project, as we said, started at the very beginning, working together, getting to know each other, consistency in the team, the leadership, and, and good planning all the way through. And I think that's allowed us to overcome many of the challenges that we've faced and yeah. COVID and everything else to obviously reach this milestone now where we're completing the project. Mm. Yeah, that's right. And, and bringing, you know, um, some of the key academic leads and the faculty leads um, into, into that picture as well um, has helped them to start um, the transition into readiness, operation and full occupancy of uh, of the facilities. And in, in what is, you know, probably the largest, you know, cultural, physical change in their working environment um, for, for many generations. And um, it's really heartening to, 
to get the feedback now that when we facilitate visits, and we have done all along, mm. um, COVID has been a difficult challenge in getting visitors to site, but we've always encouraged people, facilitated groups, existing students, uh, civil engineering students to come and see see the facilities as as they've 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 been delivered and there's lots of that sort of ripple effect of value that comes out of of this this collaboration and uh, uh, probably best embodied by the Times Higher Education Award um, which um, Andrea yeah. was fundamental to working with our director of sustainability Julian Skirm. Um, Award-winning yeah. project already, which is which is yeah, well created, created new jobs you. and apprenticeships. Yeah, it's um, really changed people's lives as well, hasn't it? Yeah. And the, the, one of the key things for me is when, whenever we've it's a big scale, complicated, challenging project. So there were issues, there were there issues, weren't there, all the way through COVID. We mentioned you know other challenges, um, cost pressures, and the usual the usual stuff. Uh, but I think the key thing for me was not letting anything fester. You know, talking about it, being yeah. open and transparent, and working together to resolve problems, that's um, been at the heart of the whole approach, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah and just half. turning back to the contract is, you know, you know, Eleanor, you know, you guys have administered, you know, the contract, the NEC contract, which, you know, does take a lot of focus. Um, but I think that's been... But been I think that was all part of the, the choice of the former contracts, the NEC being a very collaborative form yeah. of contract. It instills good processes. And the fact then as a collective team, we we decided that we should get the accreditation course so that we were delivering best practice. The contract was being administered uh, properly in the right way. I and mean, I think we've all really embraced some of those processes and that uh, early conversation, again, not letting anything fester. Um, yeah. We've just had open and honest communications all the way through, which I think is, is definitely the heart of NEC, but has been at the heart of the project all the way through as well. Yeah. And you look around now um, and look what we've created and, and, and look back at the journey and, uh, you know, some, some great memories. And um, I think we're all very proud of what we've achieved. Yeah. No, it's great, uh, great uh, memories to, to look back on and, and, and reflect on the experience. So thank you both for, for, um, for helping, me, uh, helping me do that. So a complete team effort. Um, we had, you know, senior leadership team, uh, president um, and... and various uh, uh, members of the Board of Governors here um, a couple of weeks ago, and I think uh, they were genuinely delighted with, with the outcome here. And, and especially, you know, in light of what we've all faced um, in, in the last, you know, 12, 14 months with, with the COVID uh, pandemic.